So to have a very easy return policy, you know, obviously you're going to have some people that end up abusing it, but you have other people who it leaves a good taste in their mouth and they're going to want to come back for more and they're going to tell everybody they know it was so easy. My return was easy. You know, it's taken it to the power of the people. It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you for hitting play and choosing to listen to one of our inspiring guests. And Happy New Year. Yeah, we're putting an episode out on the 1st of January. I hope you're all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and welcoming in the new year rather than listening to this in a slightly disheveled state. But however you're listening, we really love the fact you're tuning in to another of our episodes. In this episode, we are talking about mattresses. We're talking about natural mattresses. And we are talking to a guy who comes from a sales background, but is doing great things with the marketing and the growth of the business he's working with. So key things you're going to learn about in this one. We're going to talk about influencer programs and affiliate programs in quite a bit of detail and how to grow those. We're going to talk about product launches. We're going to talk about SEO. We're going to talk about how to bring education of your customer in different levels of the funnel. Loads of really clever marketing stuff coming here from someone whose business is having their best year ever and have grown three times in as in 3x in the last nine years. So some really good stuff coming up. One uh, warning for you. About halfway through, it started raining, so there's a bit of rain, background noise, and then it stops again. So yeah, just imagine you're in America being rained on whilst listening to this one. Do listen to the end though, so you don't miss out on my guest's top tips, which are excellent. I let him get away with an awful lot of bonus tips and uh, my own take on this episode. If your tech stack is becoming a bottleneck to growth, it's time to replatform, and you should check out Shopline. Shopline is the modern commerce platform that's disrupting Europe as one of Asia's leading e-commerce platforms. Whether your bottleneck is setting up more sales channels like social commerce or expanding to new markets globally, Shopline takes care of everything from store setups, checkouts and payments to logistics and more. With single click migration and out of the box tools, they're there to help. The best part about it, you don't need to pay until your site is live. Here in the UK, they power brands like In The Style and Everything £5. Whilst in Asia, they're the platform of choice for huge brands like Lego and Muji. If you want to scale, it's time to book your free trial or have a chat with one of the Shopline team. Find out what Shopline could do for you via ecmp.info forward slash shopline. That's ecmp.info forward slash s-h-o-p-l-i-n-e. Super are on a mission to disrupt the payments landscape. In an industry where merchants are used to being charged for every swipe, tap or click, Super Payments is flipping the script and making the transaction 100% free. Yes, you heard that right. 100% free. Plus, Super offers a free loyalty program so you can pass the savings generated from free payments back to your customers as cash rewards. Thousands of brands are already seeing increases of over 40% in their retention rates because of this. Everybody wins. 
If you ship or sell to the UK, sign up for a demo now at ecmp.info forward slash super. That's ecmp.info forward slash S-U-P-E-R. On that landing page, you'll also find full T's and C's and details of how you could get a special £5 welcome bonus for your customers. And now to introduce our special guest. Aaron Schultz is VP of Sales and Marketing at natural mattress brand Naturepedic. Founded in 2003, Naturepedic sell via their Magento website, 22 stores and via wholesale. Sales-wise, they're in the mid to high eight figures and have tripled in size since Aaron joined nine years ago. Hello, Aaron. Good morning. Happy to be here. Great to have you here. How did you end up in the world of e-commerce? Well, it's been a long, weird path. I started off in the metals industry about 15 years ago, and I uh, kind of fell into that. We had our first child, and I kind of needed to get my act together, if we're being honest. So I went and got my first sales job, and it just seemed to click. You know, I liked interacting with people. I inherited my mother's gift of BS, so it works out really well. It naturally gravitated towards the online world as well. I, I kind of got out of the metals industry and wanted to do something a little more aspirational. You know, I have I have four kids and I wanted to do something that was a little more worthwhile and also, you know, make a little bit more money at it. And uh, Naturopedic just seemed to be a great fit. And, you know, I hands down, this is the best job that I've ever had. And it's an amazing place to work for. And we have great company owners and a great culture. And um, I honestly wouldn't change anything. Congratulations on being in such a good place because this is going out in January and I know it's when a lot of people go, I hate my job. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I quite like we're starting the year with a I love my job statement. You were in sales and you love talking to people and now you're in e-commerce. Now, I found over the years that a lot of people who are in e-commerce aren't great at sales and don't like talking to people. It's one of the reasons we run online stores. So how have you found that movement because i mean obviously you know you've got the physical stores there's a wholesale part which is is a proper salesy part but you're now doing the marketing for the online store as well so how have you found that transition you know it was um it was a little daunting at first you know i did really well with our our wholesale accounts and growing that side of the business and you know we're kind of in between directors of marketing at the time and i you know did really well managing the team again father of four i i did really well of time management making sure people are doing things that they should be doing and i was kind of running the marketing team on a day-to-day basis just making sure things are happening and you know after a couple of months it just seemed like a natural fit of well aaron's pretty good at sales let's see how he does in marketing and uh i've been here in this role now for two and a half years and uh you know, we just had our best year. We're on track to have our best year ever. We just had our black, best Black Friday ever. I would say three quarters of that was online. Uh, it was huge for us. And I'm doing something right. I will never claim that I'm a marketing expert. I think it's just finding a solution and talking to the right people. It humbles you a little bit. I think you'd be ignorant to not seek outside resources. And even if you think you're the best at marketing, there's always somebody that's going to know more than you on a particular subject. So... Yeah, it is. I think I'm I'm at 20 plus years now in marketing and every day I learn something new. It's endlessly nuanced. So am I allowed to ask, Aaron, it's being 2023, best year ever, amazing Black Friday. What's What have you been kind of betting the house on this year? What's been working really well for you? If you don't want to answer, you are welcome to say. 
No, no, no. I, I'm always happy to, to share uh, as long as there's not any uh, mattress companies listening. That's, that's all that <laughs> But uh, it's not just something that happened this year. I think it was a culmination of, of building on it the last couple of years. And a lot of it has been influencers. We really built out our influencer and affiliate programs the last two and a half years. I took over the affiliate program in 2020. And, you know, we were doing, you know, around five figures uh, a month. It was, it was okay. For whatever reason, again, I just seemed to have a knack for it. And now, you know, we're high six figures every single month now with affiliates and growing. They talk about our product better than we ever could. It's honestly our return on influencers is generally around 8x of investment, which, you know, you could hire five, six, seven internal people that are quickly going to pay for themselves, just going after affiliates and influencers to grow on your business. It's better return you're going to get from Google, Facebook, Instagram. It is sorely overlooked, in my opinion. And you you mentioned there about hiring the people to do with it. I was going to say, you know, do you think the success of your affiliate program is down to the tiers and the commission stack, or is it down to the relationship that you're building with the affiliates and the influencers? I mean, I don't want to be uh, say that it's because we're really good at talking to people, but uh, it does help. But uh, I think it's more of of just offering of of how you know good that program could be with those particular uh, influencers and everything. I mean, it's a pretty competitive space, especially in the mattress industry. I will highly advocate as well of getting a really good affiliate agency to work with. They've opened doors way better than we ever could ourselves. They have relationships with all of the the listicles out there, all the top 10 sites. And those matter. I mean, it drives a lot of traffic and uh, it's really, you know, helped get a, a foot in the door again when we couldn't have otherwise. So it's a, definitely a content play but and an influencer play, but also a almost like, almost like a solid SEO strategy. We want to be on these lists. We want to be on these lists. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that is, that was, you know, one point to get to later on as well. I think that's, you know, you, you need your foundationals for marketing. You need to have a great website. You need to have good UX. But uh, I feel like SEO is another thing that's in some terms is underutilized. It takes a lot of time and effort that goes into SEO from a technical and content perspective. But I mean, if you get those foundational things correctly there, your business is naturally going to build without you doing anything else. If you just did SEO and getting people to your site and having a you know nice shoppable website, all the other stuff is just going to be gravy. So do you think that's even more important for your business? Because a mattress isn't usually a spur of the moment decision. There's usually quite a lot of research and therefore the SEO is more important and the influence and the referrals are more important than they might be in other industries. Yeah, I think that's where we make a, a significant push, not even so in the last two and a half years, but in the last, you know, probably five plus years. We're always targeting, I think, bottom of funnel. And I think that's where we, you know, and it's great, like, oh, look at all the return we're getting. But I think we're forgetting about all the people at the top who are eventually going to come down to our level who or might not even be thinking about buying a mattress. You'd be, I mean, I am still to this day of how appalled I am of how long people hold on to mattresses for. Um, we have people come to the store saying, you know, 20, 25 years in some instances of the same mattress. And um, you should replace it every eight years, by the way. It gets really gross. <laughs> so, you know, I think those, those things kind of trickle in. Yeah, so I, I totally, totally get that. Now, you mentioned we were going to talk a bit more about something else later. That's something else is SEO, because Aaron, before we hit the record button, you were saying that one of the big plans for 2024 is 
to do a lot of new product launches. And one of the reasons for that is SEO. That seems like a pretty extreme SEO tactic to come up with a totally new product. So what's the thinking behind that? Yeah. So, you know, again, 2023, best year ever. 2024, we're going to have more product launches than we've ever had before. And a big reason for that is you know, it's been easy because we built up a brand. We, you know, we have a product that people buy into. We have a story that people buy into. We're trustworthy. And, you know, that just allows us to bring more product to the market and with our name on it. And now that allows us to get into arena where I'm not making cars uh, or developing cell phones, but we're just getting more into the organic space. And what that's going to end up doing is bringing more traffic to our website than would have otherwise been coming here because we're getting in a whole new product lines. We've done a little bit this year and it's already started drawing more traffic. It's just next year is going to be on much more monumental scale. So I find it fascinating. I know, I know often, you know, as a brand starts out, the product dev is down to what the founder feels should be in the mix as much as anything. Then it kind of becomes a bit of customer research and gaps in what we're selling. And then once you expand into wholesale, it can be, well, so-and-so said they'd list it if we made it, so we might as well make it. <laughs> and then I, I feel like it's kind of like next level to go the SEO route. So have those those other factors fed into what you're you're adding to the range as well? Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff that we're coming out with has been what customers have been asking us for for a long time. And just to cross that bridge too, we're not just coming up with products that you know, may be of lesser quality or somebody doesn't want necessarily just to bring something to the market. Like our, we came up with a nursing pillow this year and that nursing pillow actually won Good Housekeeping's Parenting of the Year Award. And we're very proud of that award. And, you know, again, I'm a father of four and I watched my wife struggle with, with nursing and, you know, with traditional nursing pillows, you got to use like two of them in the hospital to try and, you know, prop up the baby and everything. And, you know, we set out to make a product that was not only organic, but just better than anything else out on the market. That's just how we've always operated. We are owned by three engineers, which does come with its pitfalls as well. Uh, everything gets analyzed and taken apart and put back together a billion times, but it allows me to do, do my job a lot easier because, you know, I know that we're going to market with a great product. So that's, you know, one of the main reasons why we're diversifying is because, again, we're getting asked for these products. We know there's a, a need for them out there. There's a lot of greenwashing out in the industry, and we're a certified organic company. Our factory certified organic, so we bring something to the table that a lot of other brands don't. And I mean, obviously, the you know the name is in, it's in the name of the brand, Naturepedic, that organic side of things, and and avoiding the plastics and all the rest of it has been there in the business from the beginning. Do you think that's playing a part in the growth, or is the re-education of customers not to buy the plastic mattress in a box a barrier to growth? I think it's a little bit of both. I think where, you know, education has always been a cornerstone of Naturepedic. Barry Chick, one of our founders, he is a board certified environmental engineer. And uh, we literally have veritable libraries around here of, of information because he is a probably, I would say, a genius. And I use I don't want to use that term loosely. He's a Mensa member. He is probably one of the smartest men I've ever met. And uh, we have books and just any paper you can think of on the subject in relation to mattresses or chemicals in general. So we've always been trying to clue people into what they're currently sleeping on. But I, I think the brand does carry some weight. And I think once people buy into this is where for us it's easy in our space because we're selling them on the crib mattress. Then that kid gets older, that baby gets older, and then they're gravitating toward kid's bed. And then maybe, oh, then maybe we'll get a mattress for ourselves, or maybe we have another kid. And, you know, we have a lot of repeat customers because of that. 
and we have amazing customer service. A lot of times, and I've noticed this myself, especially like in, in, in more in clothing brands than anything else, is like once you wash it and dry it or tore the tags off of it or whatever, they're like, it's yours now. Like it, you, you own it, whatever. I know in my own heart of hearts, I will never buy from that company ever again. And they lost a customer. So to have a very easy return policy and no questions asked return policy, you know, obviously you're going to have some people that end up abusing it, but you have other people who it leaves a good taste in their mouth and they're going to want to come back for more. And they're going to tell everybody they know, especially if they end up getting the product that they love. It was so easy. My return was easy. And now like you should go get the sweater. You should go get this mattress. And it really does help, you know, it's taken into the power of the people. Oh yeah. Looking after the customer is never a bad move. You mentioned there that you, a lot of people's of your customers start with the crib mattress because I, I find a lot of e-commerce businesses don't really understand what their entry product is. So is that something there's been a lot of research gone into? What What's the best product to sell a customer first to turn them into a, a long-term advocate? Or is it something that's evolved or it's something you've learned through research? It's really more of the evolution of the brand. We started out with crib mattresses 20 years ago. Then we introduced the kids line and then we introduced adults. So it was really more of just happenstance that we got to that end result of knowing that was the case. And now, now that we have, especially the adult line, we have a lot of customers who have never had kids that are just looking for better alternatives to, you know, how they sleep at night, how they feel better and just making better informed decisions for themselves. And it all seems to work out. Cool. Like that. One of the things that got me quite excited when I got the the pitch from your agency saying, Aaron wants to be on your podcast was that you and the team at Naturepedic are very much about educating customers to become more eco-conscious. And I think personally, I think that's something which is almost like a moral responsibility of e-commerce marketers now is to help consumers make better decisions. Obviously, in the long term, it helps with with the sales process. But how do you go about working out how best to do that? Because you know, as you as you'll know from a, an eco standpoint, there's about twenty million different things we could waffle on at the customer about, from water to mileage to fuel to plastic to packaging to everything else. How do you go about working out what the best messages are to convert? the different consumers to this way of thinking? You know, we definitely don't browbeat. You know, we try and be informative and just letting the people know that there are other options out there, you know, especially from the chemical side, which is our strongest suit with Barry being an uh, environmental engineer. It's something we know like the back of our hand and I've had it beaten into my head for the last nine years. So, and we have tons of scientists and doctors and, and advocacy groups that have come through. And, you know, my family for certain definitely lives a certain way than when I started out here nine years ago. And clean Healthy New York, we helped sponsor a bill that went through in regards to cosmetics and just how how unhealthy cosmetics are. It has nothing to do with mattresses. It's just the type of brand that we are that we're trying to educate and, and get the word out there. And, you know, how do we become a good partner to make it easier for these organizations to go out there and, and teach customers about healthy living. And we're also from the environmental side too. We also make big changes for us as a brand where we just introduced a Rollcraft paper packaging machine for our mattresses. And it's going to keep 55,000 pounds of plastic out of the landfill every single year now. And as the company grows, that's just that much more plastic that'll end up in a landfill. The mattress industry, it started to take a little bit of a turn with the whole bed in the box thing. 
I know my message before on the, on the return policy side of things was just be uh, as generous as possible, but I think in the, the mattress industry, it got a little too generous. <laughs> Have this mattress for three years. And then, yeah, <laughs> it, There were some numbers you were just like, you're just trying to top trump somebody else over there, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> that, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much how it went. And, and you know, everything, uh, I think it settled out a little bit. I mean, there's some brands that come in, but at the height of it, I think in 2018, 2019, there were over uh, 150 bed in the box mattress brands. There's still quite a bit of them, but a lot of them have kind of fell by the wayside. But, you know, there's 18.2 million mattresses that end up in a landfill every single year. It's, I think, enough to cover around 50,000 square miles or about the third of the side of the state of Kansas. And uh, it's a lot of mattresses. So, you know, it's why we've developed our EOS line, which allows for customization. So you don't have to throw the whole mattress into a landfill. We actually swap out the layers to get the particular feel for you as a consumer. So, you know, we do have a return policy, but our return policy for us as a company is much farther below their industry standard. Industry standards generally around like 15 to 17% in the mattress industry. Ours is less than five. So we're very proud of that fact. Yeah. Number one way to reduce returns, create a better product. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about all the other theories in the world and nudges and email follow-ups and all the rest of it. But if the product's not great, it's uh, it's not going to get kept. hundred percent. We talk about how much clothing ends up in landfill. It's like, well, wear your clothing for longer, repurpose it to something. But there's a limit to what you can do with a mattress once it's reached its end point. You know, as you said earlier, please change it after eight years. It's, so we we have to kind of think more about what the mattress is made of rather than just keep keep it for your entire lifespan because that, that would be bad advice i've started waffling off on one and going down my own little rabbit hole so to pull us back from that aaron there's an awful lot that you and the team at naturepedic are up to what does your team look like you must have people in product development you said you've already got their own factory is there anything that you outsource or is it all internal no, no, we have quite a lot of agencies that we have outsourced. I mean, you would spend a fortune just trying to build out an internal team for, you know, the company that we have right now. And, you know, we work with some consultants on on various topics. We have a guy that we work with that works with an internal person on my team is just a sounding board and backup on all things Google. We pay him a, a much more favorable wage than than we would if, you know, hiring somebody who really knows what they're doing in the Google space. I mean, you could be paying easy, you know, $150,000, $200,000 plus to have somebody come in. But, you know, is it really a full-time job to have somebody on your staff doing that all the time? That's the thing that we outweighed. And it's going extremely well for us. We're maintaining, you know, north of a 4X return on Google. In some instances, it goes all the way up to 6X. We just found the right guy. I won't give him up, by the way. So it's, <laughs> he's, uh, but he does really well for us. You know, we, we've got some creative consultants that we work with. Honestly, even if we had an entire team to do all these things, it's always really good to work with consultants because it brings in an outside perspective. It gives that 10,000-foot view perspective on your brand, gives new, fresh ideas that your team might not have thought of otherwise. You know, again, it's forest from the tree situation. I think, like, we're so close to the brand that I think sometimes you can't see everything holistically, and I think that's where consultants can kind of come in and take a look at everything. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. If your tech stack is becoming a bottleneck to growth, it's time to replatform, and you should check out Shopline. 
Shopline is the modern commerce platform that's disrupting Europe as one of Asia's leading e-commerce platforms. Whether your bottleneck is setting up more sales channels like social commerce or expanding to new markets globally, Shopline takes care of everything from store setups, checkouts and payments to logistics and more. With single click migration and out of the box tools, they're there to help. The best part about it, you don't need to pay until your site is live. Here in the UK, they power brands like In The Style and Everything £5. Whilst in Asia, they're the platform of choice for huge brands like Lego and Muji. If you want to scale, it's time to book your free trial or have a chat with one of the Shopline team. Find out what Shopline could do for you via ecmp.info forward slash shopline. That's ecmp.info forward slash s-h-o-p-l-i-n-e. Super are on a mission to disrupt the payments landscape. In an industry where merchants are used to being charged for every swipe, tap or click, Super Payments is flipping the script and making the transaction 100% free. Yes, you heard that right. 100% free. Plus, Super offers a free loyalty program so you can pass the savings generated from free payments back to your customers as cash rewards. Thousands of brands are already seeing increases of over 40% in their retention rates because of this. Everybody wins. If you ship or sell to the UK, sign up for a demo now at ecmp.info forward slash super. That's ecmp.info forward slash S-U-P-E-R. On that landing page, you'll also find full T's and C's and details of how you could get a special £5 welcome bonus for your customers. It's time for the top tips round. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level, maybe heading up to that 10,000 foot view down on our business. Um, Aaron, are you ready for the top tips? I would love to. Okay, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? The thing that I need to get a better baseline on is SEO. So I'm actually reading Honest SEO by Hennessy Digital. Great tips. Honestly, it's good for me to get a baseline on all things SEO. It's a good thing to, especially from one of the top agencies in the country. And then also the essentials of interaction design for uh, UX. Again, if you don't have a good baseline for your website, if your customers, you could have all the traffic coming to your site in the world. If customers aren't able to purchase and make things easy, which was a thing that we got up against is I love your product. You're just making it really hard for me to give you my money. And uh, it was a terrible thing to see and hear. And so we made a lot of drastic changes. And that's why we're constantly trying to refine ourselves from a UX perspective. Nice. I like those tips. Always good to get a grounding in any topic, even if you don't have to go deep into it. So I love those two recommendations. The traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? I have three for you, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. So influencers, I can't stress enough how great that's been for our business, aside from just just us giving them products, you know, and there are paid opportunities, but I would stay in that micro influencer range, anywhere between like 15,000 and 80,000. That's where they have a lot more interaction with their viewers and you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck. Also podcast advertising. We just started that recently and it's done extremely well for us. We've had a lot of traffic coming in 
from podcast advertising. I don't think it gets as much credit as it deserves, especially uh, host-led podcast advertising. And finding a good affiliate agency. I wouldn't go with the first one you talked to. I would talk to, we we talked about six of them before we made our final decision. And it's been absolutely huge for us. We, we've uh, more than doubled the amount of revenue we're getting out of our affiliates now. Well, I think all three of those recommendations are brilliant, especially the one about podcast advertising. Love people who love podcast advertising. <laughs> I know you're not biased at all. Not, not biased great. at all. But I'm going to ask you a follow-up question on that one, Aaron, because historically, certainly, the the ability to track the impact of podcast advertising is tricky because people are out there and they're walking the dog or they're going for a run or they're down the gym whilst they're listening to it and hearing the ads and all that kind of stuff, and then they go back home a few hours later and take action. So it's not like they're clicking on a Google ad and coming through. What have you done to take account of that? We have twofold. I mean, the one it's, it's, they need to be at their computer at that particular moment where we're seeing a lot of, we use, um, we're starting with iHeartRadio, which is one of the bigger ones. You know, we have a pixel on our site that's tracking from, from their app to ours. And uh, as far as traffic goes, but we also have a specific code in relation to them. And we're going to be constantly changing that out. So it's not ending up on any of these coupon sites, just so we have an opportunity to really track our revenue. It's not hundred percent perfect, but it's definitely led to a lot more purchases and overall traffic through the holiday season for us. And mind you, for our industry, it's a little bit different, but we are beating estimates by like fivefold right now of what they were anticipating for us. So it's gone extremely well. Excellent. Congrats on that. And I thank you for giving us a bit more details on it too. Okay, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? I feel bad saying it. I really do. And maybe you'll feel, make me feel better about it, but it's chat GPT. It really is. It is. Uh, thank God that wasn't around when I was in high school. I'll tell you that much, but <laughs> it just makes things a lot easier. And it, you know what it is? It's I could sit here and spitball all day long with my team of like, what's going to be our next tagline? What's going to be our next hook? What's going to be whatever you can plug that into chat GPT and you might get like 30 different answers. You might get two of them that are actually good and you can piece together from other angles of what, and you're like, wow, that's a really good idea. And it literally took you seconds to put in that prompt. And, you know, it saved a lot of, you know, one, two, three, four hour meetings of trying to come up with that next hook and tagline. You know, it's, it's all about A-B testing, but ChatGPT has been wonders for us as a team in terms of just being able to pump out content a lot faster. For anyone who's listening, who's in the content writing space, we'll always leave a space for you. I promise uh, you're not, we're not going to be doing away with you. You need that human interaction. We're, we're not, we're, we're talking about computers here. And I don't think maybe 20 years down the line, it'll have some, you know, umpteenth growth from where it's at now, but you need that human touch. And that's where I think that last little step comes into play. So from a research and an idea generation perspective, rather than a we need blogs on XYZ, give it to me, ChatGPT. Yeah, no, it's definitely like, it, it's a good starting point, but we we need them to be refined from a human perspective. It doesn't really get humor per se from a human perspective. When it does, I think that'll be scary, <laughs> but I think right now we're okay. <laughs> cool. Okay, then the carbon top tip. What's your favorite way to reduce the carbon footprint of an e-commerce business? So we actually just started working with a company called Route. And what's really nice about this is it can be used by any e-commerce brand uh, that's shipping anything. And it's just a tool on your 
checkout page that allows the customer to buy insurance to where if the, the product gets lost or stolen, immediately, as long as you file a claim with Route, they'll have one shipped to you right away from whatever brand you're buying it from. And it's easier for us as a brand, too, because the customer's buying the insurance now. We're not having to pay for, it got stolen off my porch, it didn't show up. Like routes taking the responsibility for all of that. But on top of that, from a green and sustainability perspective, they're also buying carbon offset uh, emissions. So now not only does that customer get to buy insurance on their product, they're actually offsetting carbon with their purchase in general. So you're just winning across the board with a company like Route. The other kind of slight eco thing, and this is me being a little bit cynical here, is that if the customer's paying for the insurance, they're less likely to pretend that they need to make an insurance claim. Yeah, that is not untrue. Which will also have a good carbon impact too. Um, Aaron, loving that. That's a really cool tip. Before we say goodbye though, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yeah, so you can come to uh, naturepedic.com is our website. We also have a, a Canadian website, naturepedic.ca. We are in quite a lot of larger big box stores in the United States, uh, either online or in store with Pottery Barn, Pottery Barn Kids, Crate and Barrel, Crate and Kids, Target, Walmart, Bye Bye Baby Soon. Uh, that's coming back in case anyone was curious. And also on uh, Baby List. But uh, we also have company-owned stores as well, uh, as we had mentioned uh, in the beginning. We have 22 stores as it stands right now, New York City, Brooklyn, Los Angeles, Irvine, and a couple of other locations. And we hope to have 40 by the end of 2024 as well. So exciting times ahead. Thank you for all of that, Aaron. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your advice with us. It's very, very cool. And it's been a pleasure chatting with you. That was very nice to be here. And if anyone can uh, learn anything from my trials and tribulations for the last two and a half years, I'll consider it a win. Some fascinating advice there from Aaron. We heard about how they've leveraged and committed to a influencer affiliate program that's taken them from five figures a month to high six figures a month since 2020 by really focusing in on it, building relationships, structuring it, uh, using the right agency. That's, I guess, one of the other key things there from Aaron's um, perspective was hire in the knowledge when you need it, use the right agency, that Google person he's got, the Google expert who comes in and advises the team on what the latest things are happening in Google. And of course, you know, you're getting that outside perspective. You're also speaking to someone who's working with multiple different brands, potentially in multiple different disciplines. So you get that learning as well. And I love the fact they're doing product launches to hit the SEO opportunities. I think that was brilliant to bring people in and so forth. Loads of great stuff there from Aaron. Real pleasure to chat to him. I think we're we're kicking off the year on a high here. Uh, you can get your hands on the notes from this episode, including the top tips and links to the things we were mentioning by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Or of course, you can use our direct episode short links. Just put ecmp.info forward slash episode number into the URL bar and you'll go straight to the correct episode page. When you get to the website, you can also add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the other things I share to help you improve your business. 
And if you liked this episode and you want to know more about mattresses, uh, we spoke to, I guess you could say the UK version of Naturepedic, who are called Natural Mat, in episode 437. And um, that will give you another perspective on the mattress industry. You can also, if you're also a Magento seller and you want to hear from more Magento merchants, go to ecmp.info forward slash Magento to find all our Magento interviews. Thank you so much for tuning into this and every episode that you do of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I bring you a new interview every week because I want to inspire and help e-commerce business owners like you to succeed and thrive with your businesses, including progressing along the path to net zero. So if you know someone the show can help, please tell them to listen to the e-commerce master plan podcast. I hope you have a brilliant week and don't forget to keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast. If your tech stack is becoming a bottleneck to growth, it's time to replatform and you should check out Shopline. Shopline is the modern commerce platform that's disrupting Europe as one of Asia's leading e-commerce platforms. Whether your bottleneck is setting up more sales channels like social commerce or expanding to new markets globally, Shopline takes care of everything from store setups, checkouts and payments to logistics and more. With single click migration and out of the box tools, they're there to help. The best part about it, you don't need to pay until your site is live. Here in the UK, they power brands like In The Style and Everything £5. Whilst in Asia, they're the platform of choice for huge brands like Lego and Muji. If you want to scale, it's time to book your free trial or have a chat with one of the Shopline team. Find out what Shopline could do for you via ecmp.info forward slash shopline. That's ecmp.info forward slash s-h-o-p-l-i-n-e.